The way he used his tongue around the piercing was enough to literally make me want to bust. I literally can't even lie. Like, I was on the fucking edge. Three, two, one, zero. They say the girls have more fun, but they never met the boys. This is Boy Talk. Boy Talk. This is Boy Talk. Hi besties, welcome back to another fun-filled episode. It's me, your bitch, Cody. What's up, y'all? I literally love you all so much. Life is just, you know, grand and dandy, and I'm so glad that you're here. And why I mean that life is amazing and grand and dandy, I mean I fucking hate dating. I hate men. I'm telling you, this shit is brutal. Brutal. I'm so over it. Like... <laughs> It's the worst. Um, so yeah, dating updates for me. If you were wondering, I'm still single. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, I'm still single. Um, men suck. <laughs> my most recent one that played my ass. I had talked to him for like a month and a half. And I baked him cookies for our first date, trying to be really sweet. To like get him to like me or whatever. Um, yeah, he uh, still played my ass, so that was real cute. That happened a couple weeks ago now, and yeah, I, I just am still waiting for Prince Charming, I guess, but who knows? I just know that I'm over dating, but back to the streets, into the sheets, we'll get it all figured out. It's gonna be fine. Some quick little life updates real quick. I am low-key unwell. <laughs> and you want to know how I know I'm unwell? Well, first off, I am a full-time worker and I go to full-time grad school and I try to have a social life and I try to have friends and I try to like hang out and have hobbies and do little interesting things and all that fun stuff. But when I'm stressed, I like to do drastic things, right? And especially with my appearance. It's like how I want to signal to everyone that I'm not okay. And so I decided I'm going to shave off my beard. And so I did. So my beard is no longer on my face. It's in a trash can somewhere, finding a new home, probably in a landfill. So long story short, I don't have a beard anymore. <laughs> I shaved it right on off. So if you want to see the picture, it's on Instagram. I got lots of great, you know, comments. Y'all loved it. Those of you who follow me on Instagram, you guys were hyping me, which I definitely needed because I was nervous. I haven't shaved my face since high school. I've had this like little beard thing going on since like the end of senior year of high school and I just rolled with it and I was like, I'm never cutting this off. And yeah, I went completely barefaced. And you know, we'll see what happens, but you know, that's how you know I'm not doing well. <laughs> My roommate actually, she reminded me so kindly that it was about this time last year when I decided to bleach my head. <laughs> and that's always a universal sign that someone is unwell <laughs> and yeah so the beard is gone and that's my story but yeah definitely check it out on instagram if you haven't yet but let's get into it bitches i'm sure you're not here to talk about my beard coming off but before we jump in my shameless plug hi everyone i need you to please 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 like the episode download the episode give it five stars leave a review on apple podcast and please 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 share on social media if you share it and you tag me i will repost it that means you get exposed to my followers and who's not to say that you guys can't follow each other and all that fun stuff so please shout it out please keep sharing it i don't make any money on the podcast yet I am 100% just out here, you know, 
getting through it. And the only reason why the podcast does well is because of your guys' engagements. We've been able to climb up the charts. We almost broke top 100 on Apple Podcasts again, which is crazy mind-blowing. And I literally owe you guys everything. So thank you all so much for listening, streaming, sharing, and just being there. I love you guys. All right. So pierce your nips. We're going to talk about more than just your nipples, though, okay? This is going to be an episode all about piercings. And I'm not talking about, like, your ears, which are, like, fun and dandy, whatever, great. Or your nose, which is also fun and dandy. I'm talking about your intimate area piercings. So let's start with the basics. Why would you ever get an intimate area pierced? Well, if you don't know this, it actually heightens your sensations and feelings in that area. So let's break it down. Let's get into some science. Let's put on our little goggles and let's do a little class experiment, everyone. So the science behind why it specifically works in intimate areas. We're going to use the nipple as our example, right? So think about what nipples are, right? They're just these like massive like tissues and cells or whatever. And they actually have a lot of nerve endings. So they're very prone to being sensitive because you have more nerves in that area. And so that heightened nerve sensation will make you have more feeling there. Cool. I think we can all get behind that. More nerves equals more feelings. Check. Got that on our box. So how does a piercing make it more sensitive? Well, basically think about it this way. They put that metal bar in through a nipple. If you haven't ever seen a nipple piercing, I would highly recommend Googling it. Or you can look at the cover of my podcast because my nipples are pierced. And... (laughs) basically all it does is it like pushes your nipple out more making it more prominent and so when the metal bar is in there pushing it out more that makes the tip more prominent which makes it more likely to be rubbed or to make sure that those nerve endings are actually getting touched which makes it more sensitive right but let's be clear here it doesn't work for everyone Actually, not everyone has really sensitive nipples, so some people don't even feel sensation there. They have less nerve endings, it's just not something that actually turns them on or gives them sensations, etc. And what happens is when you get pierced, sometimes you don't have any heightened sensitivity, like you don't notice the difference, or in some cases people ended up losing that sensitivity because it didn't heal right or because the way it was pierced etc. So it's a give and take. It's not a guarantee. There's no promise that getting your nipples pierced are going to make your nipples be more sensitive. So let's talk about when I got my nipples pierced. So fun fact about me, I don't think I've ever shared this with you all. I am terrified of needles. Like, I mean, we'll run and hide and scream and cry. I don't like needles. I don't do well with them. My most famous story about how bad I am with needles was when I was in kindergarten. I ended up getting like poison ivy on my face. I used to play outside and have fun, you know, all that good stuff, (laughs) nature girly. And when I was out playing with my brothers or whatever, I got poison ivy and I'm very prone to poison ivy in the sense of like once I get it, it spreads like crazy. And so I ended up like itching my face after like itching like wherever it first was on my body and it got all over my face. So my mom, of course, took me to the doctor. When they took me, they were like, we're going to give him a shot of a steroid that will help literally kill it off super, super quick and he should be good to go. (laughs) Well, my ass said, no, thank you. I locked myself in the bathroom and then I locked myself in the exam room and then I hid under the table. And then a nice police officer came in and was like, if you get your shot, I'll take you to get ice cream. And I was like, 
ACAB, fuck the cops, I don't want your ice cream. <laughs> and so I said no, and then I finally just got sent home by the doctors and was told to like take this medicine by like the mouth. Like they literally just gave me the steroid liquid form and like I had to like take it and it tasted so bad. I was begging my mom to take me back to get the shot. And the doctor's like, nope, he can't come back because I caused the whole fucking scene. <laughs> Uh, that was I wasn't gonna tell that story that just kind of came out. But anyways back to me getting my nipples pierced <laughs> After I fought off a cop about a needle. Um, so I got my nipples pierced in college I decided that I wanted to get them pierced not because of the sensitivity thing Like I actually had no idea that that was like a thing. I Wanted them because I thought they looked really cool. I remember being as young as like 12 or 13 and I was on Tumblr and I love Tumblr or whatever and I saw like guys with nipple piercings and I was like those look really sick like I love that maybe one day I'll get my nipples pierced but what really did it for me was that at this time I just so happened to have ended my two and a half year relationship and was feeling really really like I need a change in my life, especially in the middle of this full-blown mental breakdown that I was going through because, you know, I thought I was gonna marry this man and it was a really terrible relationship, but that's a story for another time. But yes, so I decided, you know, out of revenge, out of spite, out of like feeling myself, out of like mental breakdown craziness that was happening that I needed to get my nipples pierced. And so I went and did that. <laughs> so I got my best friend to come with me and we went and did it. And it was a great time. Like I had little to no pain, luckily. And it just was super quick. Like my piercer was really great. I had met her before. She worked at the tattoo place that I like to go to and one, two, three done. And I was like, okay, bet. Like that was super easy. For me, the pain didn't start until later. So like the next two days, my nipples were so sore. Like, I mean, like laying in bed was uncomfortable. Um, putting on shirts was uncomfortable. Like it just was like almost bruised the area. So like they were just very, very sore. But after that I was fine. And then they take anywhere from like four months to like a year to fully heal. So you just have to take care of them, wash them, clean them. But your piercer gives you all that information. It's really not that hard, super easy to maintain. And then once they're healed, they're good to go. You can get your jewelry changed by a piercer early on. Like they started with a bigger bar than I wanted, and so we sized it to a smaller bar, not by, like, gauge. If you know anything about piercings, like, gauge is, like, the girth of the metal. <laughs> and then if the length is what I didn't like, so we just quickly made them a little smaller, and then we were good to go. But yeah, it's going to be different for everyone. Pain kind of depends on how sensitive you are. I was sensitive on my nipples. Like, I enjoyed them being, like, played with, licked, kissed, whatever, before the piercings. But I was never like super sensitive, so like it didn't hurt me as much. But because I got mine pierced and they looked so great and I loved them, literally all my friends went the same week and ended up getting theirs done too, which I fucking loved. But my friend who had gone with me, she was the first to go and she asked me to go with her and she like screamed. Like it was not a good time for her in that sense, but... She loves them. She does not regret it. She 100% is so glad she did it. We literally talk about it all the time, how we both love that we got our nipples pierced at the same time and that it was one of the best decisions we ever made in our entire lives ever. So there's that story. So now that we talked about nipples and we talked about piercing them and all that good stuff, let's talk about other types of intimate piercings. 
So if you didn't know this, I'll be the first to tell you that people get their peepees and their kitty cats pierced. Yeah, that happens. And like, cool. Why do we do it? Same idea. It's all about it heightens the sensitivity. It gives you a little flavor. It gives you a little, you know, a little spice to it. It makes things feel a little better, um, either for yourself or for your partner, depending on the type of piercings, right? And obviously we have different body types or whatever and different body parts. And so each different body part has a different type of piercings and different types of piercing options. So if you're a proud owner of a dingling, let's talk about some of the ideas, some of the things that you can do, some of the stuff your little pee pee can get done to it, right? So the first one, which is the most common of male piercings for the intimate area. So AKA if you own a pee pee, if you own one of those things, anyone, you can get these kind of piercings. The first one would be a Prince Albert. I had seen this on porn before I ever knew what it was. So I'm sure if you're an avid watcher of adult content, you've seen one of these already too. But basically the Prince Albert is the one that goes into the hole of the urethra. So the little tip and like comes out the bottom and it's like kind of like a bull ring. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, People will size them up on purpose to make them bigger. So basically it adds heightened sensibility to someone who is going to be inserting the PP because it's another level of friction and it adds that fun little like sensation of like having that thing going in and out and all that jazz. The next type of piercing if you have a dingling down there is that you can get your scrotum pierced. So like your scrotum is the fancy scientific word for your ball sack like you know the skin around your balls, the testicles, you want to be technical here. But yeah, you can get that pierced as well. And literally it can go anywhere on the skin. Like there's no like set area of the scrotum. I'm sure that there's parts that are like, you know, better to do. But at the end of the day, any part of the scrotum skin can be pierced. And it's the second most common. Then there's the Dido piercing. This one I had never heard of. I had never seen um, I had to Google it, <laughs> but basically the Dido piercing is around the head of the penis, right? So like if you've ever seen a penis or you're a proud odor of one, or you just want to do a quick little Google search, <laughs> the Dido piercing is where the head of the penis connects to the shaft. And so what it does is it's just like a way to heighten sensitivity because the head is so full of like nerve endings. So it kind of functions like the nipple piercing where like it's purposely making that area more heightened during like intimacy or any type of intercourse or any way where that like part of the head is being rubbed. The piercing has helped making that feel better for the person who's pierced, but I'm sure it would also feel good for the person who's being penetrated by said penis because like it's going to add that layer of like texture or friction so I've never personally slept with someone with a piercing I guess I'll add that to my bucket list um but I would assume it would feel better um but yeah so it's like on the like shaft and it can go like some people do one some people do two like some people do a bunch but it can be anywhere around that and then the last one we're going to discuss for our proud PP owners is called the Gyush. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, the Gyush piercing. I looked it up. I listened to a YouTube video. I read Urban Dictionary. I still don't know if I'm saying it correct. I don't understand phonics. Um, but I'm going to go with Gyush. 
It's G-U-I-C-H-E piercings. And basically, it's the area from, like, where the end of the scrotum is to, like, the bum hole. So, a.k.a. your taint, as some people like to call it, area. But people know that that's a great place, like, to lick. They've realized it's a great place to rub during intercourse. Like, people are starting to realize, like, that place is already sensitive. And people have been getting that pierced as well because it adds to the sensitivity. But, yes. And don't make fun of me if I said it wrong. I swear to God, we're all friends here. But it will hurt my feelings. But actually, please correct me because I don't want to say it wrong for the rest of my life. But I don't know if I said it right. Alrighty, so we talked about if you're the proud owner of a PP, let's talk about if you're the proud owner of a kitty cat. So if you own a vagina, there are a couple very strategic places you can get it pierced. First off is the clitoral hood. So basically, it's the skin that's covering the clitoris, and a lot of people will get that pierced. I think that this one is a great strategic move if you're into men and own a kitty cat because they can't seem to find the clitoris. So maybe if we just put a huge ass piece of metal near it, they'll get a hint of where it's located. <laughs> All of my friends who are girls tell me how like men just don't know how to like maneuver the vagina. Um, I've looked at pictures, <laughs> I've seen videos. It doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> of a task personally but apparently it is so maybe just get your clitoral hood pierced and all of a sudden there's like a, a target they can aim for and they'll know like ah oh, yes that's where i'm supposed to be going and you're like yes precisely please the other types of piercings there's a labia piercing so you, it can be either on your inner or outer labia but the labia is like the skin around the vagina and all that good stuff um, they were saying in some of the research I was reading, because obviously I don't own a kitty cat. Um, it's putting that out there. I don't own one. So obviously talking from like research experience, videos, all that fun stuff. They're talking about how apparently the inner one is better to pierce because it's less likely to get like pushed around, dislodged. It's less likely to be infected apparently. I don't know. I don't own one. Do your own research before you get yours pierced if you have one. But that's something that I saw with my quick researching and all that fun stuff into the content around it. But yeah, basically it just helps heighten the feeling of like being rubbed there. It once again adds that friction level of like there's like a feeling there and all that good stuff. And nerve endings, of course. All the things we've discussed. All the little science. It just kind of seeps in, you know, continues. And then the last female piercing that we're going to talk about today that I was reading about was called the Venus slash Christina piercing. And so they call it the Christina piercing because apparently the first girl ever who got like this piercing was named Christina. Like, yay, good for you, Christina. You get to be named after this piercing for your vagina. Um, and we love it for her. But they also call it the Venus piercing because of the scientific area that's getting pierced. So the mom's Venus is where the two outer labias connect at the very top of the vagina. And that is what's getting pierced. And so that's why it's called a Venus piercing. And it kind of is like what I would say the equivalent of a Prince Albert is to the vagina, I guess. Um, maybe not as specifically, but if you look up pictures, because like I, I had to look up pictures for this stuff because I don't have a vagina and I don't have it pierced. So I did that for us all. I went to Google and typed in these little names and saw some pictures and looked at some of them and... 
all that good stuff. Long story short, if you look it up to me, I would say it's the equivalent. I don't think scientifically it is, but it felt very much like that. And then how I would describe it if you don't want to look at a picture but you're curious is like, you know how a belly button piercing looks where it's like you have it going in out of the belly button and it's like two like specific like little like metal balls connected by like that rounded like metal bar that's in there. Same idea, but for the very top of the vagina. Look up a picture and let me know if you think I gave an accurate description of that. Um, but yeah, that that is what you can do if you own a Katie Cat, friends. Like, those are some of your options. And I hope that you enjoyed me trying to explain the vagina as a gay male. I'm doing the best I can here, okay? Sensitivity, though, is what really people are looking for a lot of times. Like, some people just do it for the aesthetics, of course, yes. Like, that was my original intent of my nipples. But... A lot of people are also doing it to heighten that sensitivity, which ended up happening for me. So I figured I would explain to you all what that feels like, what that means to become super sensitive in that area. So I only got my nipples pierced. I don't have any piercings on my pee pee, just in case anyone was curious. <laughs> I don't have any. Um, maybe I'll go get one for fun. But I did get my nipples done already, and mine definitely got super sensitive from it. Like I said, I had, like, very basic sensitivity around the nipples, but now I'm, like, I'm very sensitive up there. So, basically, like, mine are to the point where I'll, like, move my upper body the wrong way. Maybe the right way. But I'll move my upper body the wrong way, and my shirt will, like, frisk over my nipple, and I'm, like... At least buy me dinner first, sir. Like, I literally will get myself aroused just because of my shirt's movement sometimes because they're that sensitive. It doesn't happen with every shirt. So, like, I don't want people who know me in real life to be like, ew, like, he's moving his upper body. He's so turned on. Like, it doesn't happen all the time. But the right moment, the right turn with the right shirt, yeah, it sometimes happens. You know what? And I just have to deal with it because it is what it is. So... That's really great for me now because it's opened up this whole new world of like, I love like my nipples rubbed on. I love them to be licked. I like them to be sucked. Like I like people to play with them. And I just think that like, that's super awesome. But I've definitely learned since having them pierced that with my partners who maybe have never encountered said pierced nipples, they don't know how to like play with them correctly <laughs> for lack of better term so let's do some quick do's and don'ts of nipple piercings around sensitivities right okay so let's jump right into it. i made a little fun list first one do lick and suck them yes like that feels amazing like you definitely like a lick a little suck you know get that tongue action on there like it's a lot of fun it feels great Please, for the love of God, do not bite them so hard that they bleed. I wish that I wasn't saying that out of like a hypothetical. <laughs> and I didn't think I'd have to tell someone that because it's like, it's literal metal in my nipples. So if you bite on it, you're just using your teeth to bite flesh in between metal. Of course, it's going to hurt me. Like it didn't feel good. And I like a little pain, but like it was like bad pain, like blood. Like, please don't do that. Um, without consent, of course, and if that's what you're into, good for you. I, on the other hand, was not into that and was not wanting that and was very confused when he bit, and then, yeah. So don't bite them, but you can, like, nibble on them. That feels good, like a little, you know, kind of thing, but don't, like, chomp down. Like, it's not a fucking steak dinner, like, they're nipples. <laughs> Didn't think I had to say that. 
Anyway, <laughs> another do is do rub and pinch them. Like, giving them, like, a little rub. Like, you can use your finger. You can flick it up and down. You can give them a little pinch. You can, like, you know, pull a little. Like, not, like, rip towards away from them. But, like, you can, like, grab on and give them a pull and a shake. But don't twist them or pull on them so hard that they bruise because they will. Like, if you're a little too rough with it, it ends up bruising and hurting the area. And it's not fun. And it's uncomfortable. And then I was sore for, like, a week later. So, like, long story short, if your partner has their nipples pierced, you know, give them a little, like, tug. But, like, you don't need to, like, twist it or pull it. It's not a bop it. Like, if you know what a bop it is. It's like, bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Shout it. Long story short, don't do that to my nipples. Thank you. <laughs> Next is for if you're the proud owner of nipple piercings or any intimate piercings, make sure that you are washing them. Um, your piercing people should tell you that. They should tell you like the best practices for washing your piercings. But my advice is like you should definitely wash with like a rag and like your soap of choice or whatever. Avoid washing with anything that might be like porousy, like sponges or scrubbies that have like crevices because the metal will get caught and that's something i had to adjust to because i love using a scrunchie to exfoliate like my skin so now i like exfoliate around my chest and like my arms and my back and all that good stuff but like to get around the nipple area i either use my hand or a washcloth now because if not it's gonna get caught on the metal so i would assume the same thing happens down in the intimate areas as well so you just have to be aware of washing behaviors Next, I want to just put this out there is like, if you do have nipple piercings, wear shirts that show them. It's okay. Don't be weird about it. You don't need permission from anyone to wear a shirt that might show that your nipples are pierced. Like a lot of my shirts, they're tight enough that yes, you can tell that I have pierced nipples. Do wear those. Don't be insecure about it. It's not that deep. And if someone has a problem with it, that's on them. And I was going to say is on the other side. If you're someone who doesn't have your nipples pierced, or you are, and you do see someone else whose shirt's showing that their nipples are pierced, don't tell them they need to get a different shirt. Don't tell them they need to go change. Don't tell them that it's not cute. That's not fair. It's uncomfortable for everyone, and you don't get to tell someone how they should it and should dress their body. To me, I think it's kind of hot that I walk around with a shirt that shows that my nipples are pierced. It doesn't have to be weird, though. If someone was like, uh, why are you showing your nipples? I would be like... I'm sorry, are they distracting you? It's like the whole idea of spaghetti straps. Like, I don't play that shit. Like, my clothing, my choice. I'm going to dress how I want, and you should too. So don't feel insecure. Don't be weird. Don't be like, am I allowed to show this? Yes, you are. I'm giving you permission right now. I don't care what anyone else has to say. And if they try to fight you, send them to me. I'll have a conversation with them. So, in conclusion of this episode... I just want to say that if you've been thinking about getting something pierced, let it be your nipples or your belly button or your nose or your vagina or your penis, <laughs> whatever you've been wanting to get pierced, I think you should do it. And I think this should be your sign to do it. The worst is that you don't like it and you just take it out. It's that easy. It's that simple. You know, easy breezy beautiful. You know, it's super, super, super fun and easy. So like, long story short, I think you should do it and i guess maybe i'll get one and i'll let you guys know if i decide to who knows i'm feeling something brewing i already chopped off my beard i might as well get my penis pierced right <laughs> uh... <laughs> all right shameless plug y'all 
please, 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 if you haven't liked the episode yet, give it a like, download it, save it, share it with your friends, leave me a review, give it five stars, put it on your Instagram story, share it out on Twitter, tag me, follow me on Instagram. If you don't follow me, it's at ocody, O-H-H-K-O-D-Y. The podcast is at boytalk underscore podcast on Instagram. But please, 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 whatever you guys do is how the show gets out there. I don't pay for any of it. I have a lot of people who are finding us through Spotify right now because you guys are downloading and saving and sharing it so much that Spotify keeps placing us on people's front page. It's crazy. We've gained another 5,000 actual subscribers. There's literally 70,000 of you who are listening but 15,000 of you who are actually subscribed so if you're part of that number that isn't subscribed yet please follow the podcast and I love you all so much we literally continue to only grow because of you guys so thank you for all that you do and with that bitches it is done we are over another week of boy talk is in the bag I love you all so much please stay safe Have a great rest of your day, and let's enjoy the rest of this September. It's going to be literally October in, like, (laughs) less than a week, and I don't know how to handle that. Like, time is flying, but it's Libra season! (laughs) I love you guys. Have a good one.